She's a businesswoman, socialite, and DJ. Please welcome Paris Hilton. Hey, Ru, how's it going? Just let me know when the cameras are rolling and we'll kill it. Well, we've started. The cameras are rolling. Uh, uh, that's so embarrassing. Sorry. <laughs> I'm so happy to be here. My goodness, your voice changed just then when you found out that we were on camera. You're so obsessed with me, it's everything. I kind of am You're obsessed so with you. You're so hot. Raven, it's feel familiar at all? You know what? I played it safe that time, so let's hope you're not doing the same. <laughs> I saw that on TV. That's rude. <laughs> Hi. Thanks for coming. Hey, girl. Thanks for coming. Oh, well, hello, and thanks for coming, America. My name is Seth. What's yours? Hi, it's Jamal. Hi, it's Stony. Hey, everyone. Welcome back to a fun week at Thanks for Coming, the most magically gay podcast. We are, of course, back, back, back again to spill all the tea that happened in this episode of RuPaul's Drag Race Season 13. Oh, we're just chugging along, aren't we? How many bitches are left? I think 21 or 22. Oh, gosh. <laughs> so exciting. We <laughs> should get through them by Christmas, I think. I think, yeah, by Christmas for sure. Yeah. The whole season of, like, uh, RuPaul's Down Under will be over by the time. (laughs) 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 Oh, my gosh. I watched the uh, cast reveal, and I'm very excited. I am not, like, super fans, but I've heard of two of the queens. Wait, which two? Is it the same that I knew? Probably. uh, Art Simone and uh, Karen from Finance. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. Us, too. Yeah. I wonder why that is. Like, are they just more popular in America or something? Well, I'm sure they're popular everywhere. Yeah, I'm sure as well. But I know, like, Art, for example, I would always see them pop up in my, um, like, my Explore page on Instagram. And that's how I kind of stumbled upon them. I've been following them for years. Yeah, I I think I originally heard them from that um, redheaded giant that claps his hands a lot. Um, (laughs) But then... Wait, are you talking about Carrot Top? (laughs) Uh, Maybe. Yeah, I think so. The one in Vegas? No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) He smashes the watermelons? I don't know. Anyways, (laughs) so, yeah, so I knew knew who those two were. I don't follow them closely. It's not, I'm not judging anybody. I'm just letting you know that I'm not, like, trying to pretend to be a super stan. (laughs) Yeah, no, it's nice to be introduced to new queens, too, you know? Yeah, I'm sure we'll get into it on the Down Under uh, podcast, Meet the Queens, but I am excited about... Um, Art Simone because she I've been following her on Instagram for probably like five years at least. Well, so, yeah. we got a super fan in the house. Ding Sorry. ding 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 ding. <laughs> None of you guys can like Art Simone now because Stony's been following her for five years. Yeah, so don't <laughs> fucking pick her for your fantasy league, bitch. I'm sure she'll be out first, though, so it'll be fine. <laughs> uh, we're very excited to cover the Down Under season. I think we should, like, um, find a way to, like, um, give us points for every time, like, RuPaul says uh, slang. So maybe we can each, like, come up with a list of, like, Aussie slang that we think RuPaul is going to use. And um, if she says it, then we get points for it. Oh my god, maybe Ooh. we can each pick a bonus word. So like like I could pick crikey. So every time she says crikey, then I get like bonus points on my fantasy league. Oh my gosh, we should talk to our friends um at for your reference podcast for yes. the the cheat codes because they live in Australia, of course, so they can definitely make sure we're getting the shit right as well. Yes, and our friends at Best Served Cold Crime Podcast down nice. there. Down there in the Aussie. Well, I guess we that should call it right. the Down Under. Yeah. Is that's the, the proper term? <laughs> yeah. Because it's because Down Under it's gonna be New Zealand Queens and Australian Queens, right? Right, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I think I don't know if I I want my phrase to maybe to be like on the Barbie. <laughs> on the Barbie. Or or that makes sense. Or good day, mate. 
I want to do some. I'm going to do some research and have fun with it. Yeah, I'm very excited for this new uh, rule. <laughs> we can we can start <laughs> it for next season of um of uh the UK too if we want. <laughs> fun <laughs> or yeah. Spain, Olay. I'm guessing it's going to be used <laughs> quite a bit. <laughs> yeah, because Spain is coming too, right? That's uh Drag Race Spain. Oh, yeah, yes, that's coming. Is. Drag Race España. Idiot. I feel like there should be some like good trade on Drag Race Spain. Ah. I feel like there should be some good trade on there and in Down Under. I like I yeah. love being Aussie. Me too, Queen. Yes, girl. <laughs> Put me in your kangaroo pouch and take me away. <laughs> wow. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Well, everyone, we have a uh, fun week. I guess you can tell we're all just doing fine here going a little bit stir crazy in quarantine in america just a little bit but thank goodness the weather has been nicer because we have been taking advantage of the sunshine yes i'm excited i feel like i feel like we're gonna turn the corner on this vaccine soon or on the the um covid soon with the vaccines oh vaccinate me daddy Mm, please <laughs> yes exactly so i don't know like I'm that excited. i figure if we have like a, a catchphrase then it'll help make people want to get vaccinated you know <laughs> <laughs> i feel like our uh the, our listeners are probably like okay with getting vaccinated we need to like reach out more to like the people that are like the marjorie taylor greens of the world yeah <laughs> marjorie taylor thomas <laughs> yeah um can we start a hashtag this week hashtag vaccinate me daddy when you, whenever you guys tweet us <laughs> oh my god you just, vaccinate yeah, me daddy. yeah. I like that. let's start that hashtag and see if we can get it <laughs> trending girl can we get a whore to record the commercial for us yeah oh, I feel like she oh would my be gosh honey oh my gosh <laughs> Vaccinate me, Daddy. Oh <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh. Sing Ahura. my song. Ding ding dong, Daddy. <laughs> we need that. We'll work on it. <laughs> all right, you all. It's gonna be a fun episode. Let's go ahead and get into our honest tea spill of the week. Uh, honest tea. Hey everyone, welcome back to our honest tea spill of the week, where we are. Providing you full coverage of RuPaul's Drag Race Season 13. We have a very exciting Snatched episode for you this week. It is the Snatch Game, finally. Yes, we're all wearing fascinators here to discuss the Snatch Game. Yes, girl. <laughs> what What is your fascinator? Oh, well, my fascinator <laughs> Because, is, you know, this is a uh, podcast. They can't see our fascinators. <laughs> that's true so my fascinator is actually a it's a replica of candy muse's fascinator oh <laughs> word does yours say muse as well yeah but you can't tell because it looks nothing <laughs> like uh that so <laughs> i have more to say about that later <laughs> Shame. Ooh, what about you jamal what's your fascinator tell everyone what they're missing out here on Oh my gosh, my fascinator is actually a trumpet. Ooh, that sounds like a heavy fascinator. You must have good balance. Yes. Work. It's very Tina Burner color scheme right there. That brass. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes, a nice, strong, red, bold lip. Yes, girl. Well, you know, I have my um, my Ornatia head fascinator. <laughs> oh. So, yeah. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> you all are really missing out. This shit looks great. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, yes, we have some fascinating fascinators to get into this episode. <laughs> Before we do, let's just go ahead and start from the top. Of course, uh, per usual, no one was eliminated. <laughs> Yes. We're still here, but This cast is just so yes. likable. Let's not eliminate any of them. We are still here. Fort <laughs> Queen, eliminate no one. <laughs> <laughs> um, so after the non-elimination, the girls are feeling the pressure of the competition, even though no one is being eliminated. Candy is thankful <laughs> for a second <laughs> chance. And Rosé guarantees us that she will be in the final four. 
Yes, Rosé is manifesting that um, top status, top girl status. Yeah, it's an interesting edit for sure. I don't know if that means she's going home next week or... (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Stay tuned, y'all. Uh-oh. So for this week's mini challenge, the queens will be getting into quick punk drag. They will be auditioning to be a part of the group The Pantyho. (laughs) I love that group name. I would go see this group. Yes, girl. Um, So what did you all think? Did any of these people stand out? Which one of these queens was Johnny Rotten? Oh, my gosh. Why am I drawing a blank on this one? I mean, I guess Tina Burner stood out, but not in the way that I would have given her the win, but that's fine. (laughs) Oh, yeah. She was shaking those chicken cutlets. (laughs) Yeah, she was. Yeah. I was like, the proportions here don't seem right, but I just can't stop staring (laughs) at it. So, oh, my gosh. I I thought Candy is always fierce. Oh, yeah. Gottmik was good. Yeah, Gottmik was sexy. I like that look. (laughs) Mm-hmm. I thought Candy was trying to give us drama, but it really wasn't working the way that she thought it was going to. Yeah, she looked like she was trying to do one of those like color by numbers, but then just couldn't stay in the lines. <laughs> she went rogue. She was like, I'm going to do this. Yeah, basically. Oh, my goodness. Um, Denali was pretty good. We, I saw co- Denali and um, Utica were going like the Pussy Riot um, Avenue with the like uh, face masks. Oh, yeah. Good reference. Yeah. I mean, they just got done rocking out on the Russian challenge. So, I mean, that's true. They were prepared. Yeah. They were in the, they were still in character from the challenge. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah. I mean, every, I think it was pretty entertaining. I mean, I'm just surprised that 60 year old man was high kicking up there on the stage. So, like, you go, <laughs> RuPaul. Damn. I was surprised Ru was, like, willing to, like, do something do like that that, like do that you know it's like more like how rue was like in the first few seasons yeah i feel like a consultant or something must have been talking to rue be like you need to like be like fun more fun again (laughs) you know what i mean like they're looking for those like instagram moments too like little clips like clip moments that'll be reshared online and twitter so it's very much they know what they're doing for the sake of like the show's growth staying with the times you think afterwards was like oh god my legs are killing me i was like goodness my hip massage everyone take (laughs) 20 my my legs are shot where's my hip boy (laughs) <laughs> yes, girl. Need need your uh, massage and your speedo. Your strong hands and t- yeah, exactly. Your su- strong, supple hands. <laughs> Ooh, Ooh, fascinate me, daddy. <laughs> oh no, we're starting that. <laughs> I want to. <laughs> um. So for at the end of this challenge, Tina Burner does win. So it turns out, um, you know, I think she was playing the thong song in hers. So that that gave her the win. <laughs> I know. It's like thong, the thong, thong, thong. just Tina Burner. Like it, it's only funny because she shakes her ass like the people you, who don't know how to shake their ass. So yeah. they just like vibrate and hope for the best. Yeah. You got to have enough meat on those bones to actually have it vibrate, too. Yeah, that's what it looked <laughs> like. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my gosh. So for this week's Maxi Challenge, we are playing the Snatch Game. Yay. Ooh, who's feeling snatched? I'm always excited for Snatch Game. So I was excited to hear about some of these characters that were going to be portrayed. Also, like, very curious to see if it would land or not, of course. Yeah. Very curious. (laughs) I was surprised. I did think this was... I'm not saying it was the best Snatch game, but I feel like it was better than what we've seen recently, like overall. Yeah, there were definitely a few bombs in this group, and we'll talk about them. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, yes. We'll name all their names, girl. (laughs) Dun, dun, dun. (laughs) So the queens, they are, uh, you know, getting ready. They're like, oh, who are you going to be? Who are you going to be? And Utica shares that she's going to be Bob Ross with a – a squirrel afro because she is being woke and she does not want to culturally appropriate the afro thoughts 
Yeah, we were talking about this. I don't think that if she had just like a white person's, you know, hair texture, Afro, there would be a problem because there's plenty of white people who naturally have like big ass hair and Afros as well. So I don't think it would have been like, I think this is kind of a moment in my opinion where it's like wokeness gone like too far. Like woke gone wrong. Yeah, it's just like hair texture. <laughs> like, make sure it's your hair texture, kind of like afro. So, if you can't achieve an afro, for example, like maybe just do the flared out shit. I don't know, whatever you want to call I that. Mean, but I think it was just wokeness gone too far. Right. I feel like, yeah. I mean, because like Tina was in what, the same boat. Look what she did. Right. Because Richard Simmons has like a Afro too. Yeah, so it's like, big hair. I don't know. Like to me, as long as you went out there with what Bob Ross's hair actually was or that part. Yeah. There you like, go. Like then it would be fine. I mean, I don't know. I do feel like it was a case of maybe like Utica just trying to be like so woke that she lost like the whole point of it. Like, yeah. <laughs> to an oxymoron. Like wear that like light brown afro girl like if you're coming out there looking like foxy cleopatra or some shit you know like <laughs> then that could be right. interpreted the wrong way but if you get the <laughs> color and the yeah and the texture yeah. right you're not gonna have a problem yeah that's exactly right so um rue comes in for table visits first up is elliot doing her uh, rue mcclanahan snatch game rue basically tells her like not to do it and she's seen like the show 25 times so like if elliot fucks it up she's over yeah she said that she's seen every episode right i like I, yeah every episode times. yeah mm-hmm. <laughs> yikes and my goodness like i don't know elliot's just i don't get improv vibes from elliot like i just felt like they were not going to do this character justice. Yeah, as soon as they were like Rue McClanahan, I was like, don't do it, don't do it. (laughs) It just seemed like a bad idea. I don't know, unless she really could like be like a Bianca Del Rio and do like Judge Judy or something and know just you can kill it. Like, don't fucking do, like, I don't know. It just seems like a terrible idea. Like, Elliot's not known as a funny queen anyway, so it's like girl like stick with something you know like a real housewife or something right <laughs> oh my gosh that would have been a great choice for her Durant- Durando. she was Durando. Or like one of the the fucking texas housewives like brandy or something <gasps> brandy she could have totally done a brandy or leanne lachlan even oh my gosh i don't know wow that was a real missed opportunity i know well <laughs> it's too bad so then uh then utica comes and we get to see rupaul's opinion on this bob ross take and rue again rue is like please don't do this just (laughs) dear god whatever you do pick a different choice and you have to like when rue is giving you notes like that you you would want to listen like you probably should do what they're saying or don't do what they're saying whatever Rue's trying to help you yeah and like whatever they're telling you to do or not do like you need to listen and Utica's just not a funny queen really like she's quirky but not like funny like to make jokes and stuff so I just didn't even think like first of all like it's like how do you make Bob Ross funny I don't even know how you do that but you could like maybe make really horrible paintings or something. I don't know. Um, <laughs> Inappropriate stick figure painting. I don't know. I was surprised you she didn't try to like paint like during the like. I know she like spray painted, but like, why wouldn't you like make a joke about like you know how like Bob Ross is always like oh making the trees and like yeah. I don't know. It just seemed like we had a missed opportunity here. I agree. I agree. Yeah, definitely. Um, so then, uh, in Tina's table visit, Rue finally calls her out on wearing her signature colors. Oh, yeah. So it's about time. Only like, what, 10 episodes in, whatever episode we're on, 50. Yeah, basically 50. Although she didn't seem too pressed about it. I was like, girl, like, shouldn't you be like, this? isn't this the time where we tell Tina to stop wearing so much goddamn red, yellow, and orange? 
I know. Like, how much of that? I'm, I'm surprised they're not coming down heavier. I'm actually that. quite pissed that Michelle's not doing her job this season. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Is is Michelle too busy? Like, maybe she just doesn't have the energy to do this anymore. Because like, <laughs> remember, I always go back to Dusty Ray Bottoms after like episode two. They're like, we're really tired of how you do your like the makeup around your eyes and they like totally ruined dusty ray after two episodes and here is tina just like running around with red and yellow every fucking episode and not a damn word has been said about it i know i i don't get it (laughs) i just don't get it where's the versatility here all right well let's go ahead and get into the snatch game the guest celebrities this week are raven and pork chop Yay, I'm excited to see both of these queens. How fun. Yes, I, I thought it was funny. I must have been really out of it when I watched it the first time because they were like, let's introduce you to the celebrities. And then they, and I was like, wow, who changed their character to Raven? They look really good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you must have been twisted, queen. I don't know where my mind was that <laughs> that night, girl. Um so I like that pork chop was actually there too. Yeah. It was nice to see pork chop on TV again, not just like doing a video thing or just making a, a joke about the audience. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Who do you think did really good? Oh, got Mick slayed us with Paris. I thought that was hilarious. I totally <laughs> forgot that they were a little familiar with them from doing their makeup. Yeah, the whole Paris thing, like, in the beginning, like, oh, are the cameras rolling? Yeah. Like, oh, shit. And then, like, changing her voice. Oh, shit. That's embarrassing. (laughs) 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 And then, of course, Denali as um, Jonathan Van Ness slayed that. Holy shit. That was perfect. I love Jonathan with every part of my being. I listen to their podcasts. I've seen every episode of Queer Eye at least twice. That was so spot on. The part, she, the part where she was like power drills in aisle 30, honey. <laughs> yeah. Like, I was like, oh my God. It was so good. <laughs> I was like, I don't know. I just think Denali should have got more praise for that. Like Denali was so good in Snatch Game. Justice for Denali because why can't this queen collect any flowers? Just why? I'm, I'm pissed about the judging this season with Denali because Denali even her runway look which we'll get into but it was like they're all just like this is costumey and uh, meanwhile tina burner's coming out in a literal costume right that was a costume (laughs) right i'm like okay bitches all right that's what we're gonna do this season (laughs) (laughs) we are on your full canada's drag race aren't you basically denali's like um queer eye impression was just spot on so to me it was like denali and got mick were like the top two for sure but you know who else i enjoyed simone oh my gosh simone was taking me out i loved the whole intro how she <laughs> was coming well, up from like many white people in here <laughs> i was scared <laughs> <laughs> she was Woo! so funny the whole time it, like with I her so too. her stamp and um uh what else what was the other thing that i thought was really funny oh and she <laughs> she called Ru- rupaul that nosy bald headed man <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> that was great <laughs> Even the confusion with like when they said Jennifer Lewis and I think she in her head heard like Jennifer Lawrence. Yeah. Like when she was just like, well, they say white people can do everything. So I guess I'll just let her. (laughs) Such a perfect joke, though, because that's like the whole like Jennifer Lawrence joke is like she'll just play like she thinks she can play any character. Yeah. Yeah. It did end up working oh, out in her favor, so that was hilarious. And part of Snatch Game is, like, how quickly you react, too. So major points there, Simone. Yeah, big time. I'm trying to remember who else was in the in the good category. Uh, me, too. Rosé was actually really funny. Yeah. Like, I couldn't yeah. understand what the fuck she was saying, but that was, like, the joke about Rose it. Rosé could have been on Drag Race UK yeah. Snatch Game and I thought it. she was portraying Lawrence Cheney. <laughs> yes. 
<laughs> I was like, Lawrence? Oh my God, yes. Uh, the look was really fun. My too. favorite part of hers was like where she was like, well, I've actually been canceled too because <laughs> my head has been chopped off. <laughs> yes, she was really good. That was in the, that definitely was a good top performance. Um, I guess kind of going down from there, some people that were not so good, I guess we can start with Candy's Patrick Starr. To me, it just seemed like Candy was just being Candy. Yeah, that's exactly it. And Snatch Game, it's like, okay, if you're not going to portray the person to like a T, then create a character and, you know, stick to it and make it funny. But we've seen this before. You're just doing Candy Muse. And it's been a while since I've watched Patrick Starr videos, but I don't remember them being like that kind of energy either. Yeah. I yeah. I don't I'm, I have to say that I'm not familiar with Patrick Starr. So when I was watching this, I was like, "That's just Candy Muse." Like I think she just picked a lesser known person so that yeah. she could be herself. Patrick Starr, if um, anyone's curious, is a huge kind of makeup brand. Got started on YouTube and they've blown up. They always have a fierce head wrap on and a nice face beat. So um, check out their videos and let us know what you think. Yeah, I feel like I agree. I think Candy was just herself. It sucks because we didn't really get to hear those criticisms from the judges. Like, I think back to like Alyssa Edwards and them giving her shit for the, her Joan Crawford and saying like, you basically were Alyssa. Right. But yeah, we didn't hear any of that in regards to Candy. That's because they're just like favorite darling Candy. Basically, <laughs> they're like, oh, she's one of our favorite dolls. How can we help her get by this week? Yeah, let's help her get a little farther in the competition. <laughs> and then poor Denali can't like catch a break. Right. Who actually did good. Who did well. And, it, and has done well, like multiple like episodes. Yeah. And <laughs> yeah. Justice for <laughs> Denali, girl. Oh my gosh. Well, another person that did not do so hot would be um, Olivia Lux, I would say. Oh my gosh. Olivia was like, uh, that was hard to watch. It's just like, you have to just keep it simple and quick with Snatch Game. Like, there's not time to build up a story. And then also, like they always say in judging, the notes relate to the queens having opportunities to do more. And it's like they get stuck on this one thing. It's like, uh, Olivia, what a missed opportunity. <laughs> The best part was in the in the table visits. RuPaul was like, "Oh, well, Tabitha Brown's not famous." Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> I was like, "Fuck." <laughs> I did gasp at that. I did little see bit. where Tabitha Brown was online, and she was like, "It's okay that RuPaul doesn't know me," <laughs> and like all this stuff. And it's like, "Oh, oh my gosh, does now." <laughs> well, do you want to know the tea about Olivia Lux? Is that that was not her first choice for Snatch Game? Oh. She wanted to be Rachel Dolezal, but they would not let her. Really? Oh, shit. Why would you even know? That Wait. bitch don't need no more attention, <laughs> Olivia. Sorry. Yeah. I'm going to hard like disagree with that, Olivia. She doesn't need any more attention. Yeah, I guess maybe that was too problematic. I don't know. I feel like <laughs> it would have been interesting to see. But... That woman is a con artist and is confused. Yeah, she's troubled. <laughs> <laughs> bye sis i give no fucks about her yeah and then and then you got utica over there doing like eating paint and shit oh that was so weird it reminded me of this girl in the first grade she sat right across from me she would just like eat glue and i thought it was the like grossest thing yeah she didn't even hesitate so i feel like that's not even the first time she's like eaten like paint right as soon as utica did it my stomach turned yeah, with Unica, it was just like, it wasn't funny. The voice didn't really match Bob Ross in any way. Like, I don't know. Got mixed said. I'm not falling asleep. It to was that. such a weird vibe that I was getting from it. Like, I didn't, I don't even know how to explain it. It just felt yeah. weird. He, like, Bob Ross almost felt a little bit aggressive. Yeah, and then when she called, like, pork chop, like, basically fat, I was just like, okay. It was yeah. like an aggressive well, so candy. stoned Eeyore. Yeah, oh, I guess I missed that part. Because Kenny was like, oh, I thought I was getting pork chops, but then she came in. <laughs> <laughs> I, I love how you make Candy Mia sound like a Muppet. She is a Muppet girl. Like I've seen that show. 
I love the Muppets. Shout out to the Muppets. But I could, yeah, Candy Muse would be perfect on the yeah. Muppet Babies, like a cartoon voiceover. She would. But, um, but yeah, that Utica, not good. Um, who have we not talked about? Oh, Tina burnt her. Oh, yeah. Tina was just kind of in the middle. Like, I mean. She was there. She- she was there. I mean, there wasn't anything I was overly excited about. I thought it was a safe performance, but she's kind of naturally got more pressure, I think, because she came into the competition and the judges expect her to be a funny queen. And we all know that most of the time the funny queens get the best of themselves. Yeah, that was with Tina. It's just like, I don't know. It was definitely a safe performance, I guess. Like, I don't know. I'm just not a huge like Tina fan this season. Like I, there's nothing that she's done. I've been overly excited about, I guess. Yeah. She committed to this character, but it just didn't go anywhere for me. Yeah. I, I expected a lot more from Tina Burner this season. I, cause I mean, I, I knew of her like before the season even started and everyone's like, Oh yeah. Tina Burner's like the queen in New York. And it's like, to me, what I'm saying, I'm like, I don't know what's going on here, but, um, but yeah, and specifically in the Snatch Game, I don't think that... I think she did a lot better than I thought she was going to based on what we saw in the walkthrough. But mm-hmm. um, yeah, it was just... It, there was no, nothing really stood out. Like, that was Gene Simmons, but like... Or um, Richard Simmons. But it was not like... There was there were no jokes. Like, there were no standout moments for her. Right. Yeah. And then Elliot with two Ts flopped as Rue. Like, we all thought it would happen. Oh my gosh. Talk about a forgettable performance. And like I said, one note. It was just bad, bad, all the way bad. Like super all duper she bad. Had to say was like gentlemen, like over and over. Elliot was more concerned men. about dressing up as the character than actually performing the character. Yeah, she's just being like a southern belle, basically. It it what wasn't anything specific to Rue McClanahan. It wasn't even yeah, and it wasn't even like a fun southern belle either. It was just like super dry and like Man. the moment that she tried <laughs> to like have a she tried to like have a moment with um, Denali and like Denali stole the show and like made it all about her and like made the moment hers denali's like girl (laughs) bye this is my moment (laughs) yes uh that was so awkward too man i mean i got the joke she just meant that men were her type she likes all men like i got the joke i just don't think rooted and rude made it awkward for everybody no i was like you need to elaborate bitch like what kind of man like have fun loosen up be big yeah Maybe Rue was trying to get more. That's why she asked again. I don't know. But a big, beefy, sweaty, oily man. I like something. a man with a big cock. Something, you know. Something like that. I mean, just make Rue like super like Rue McClanahan like super like vulgar or something. I don't know. That's what Rue is looking for. Like just kind of super drag up that um, sultry uh, persona that is that character. For real. So overall, pretty decent snatch game. There were some high highs, some low lows, and we made it through. Uh, so it's the next day in the workroom. Denali asked Utica, who will be in trouble this week? And Utica says, Olivia. And Olivia overhears and is upset because Utica told her that she did a good job. Ooh, the shade. Caught being two-faced is never a good look. So Queen Utica has some explaining to do. Yeah, I mean, I think we'll get into it during this, uh, the untucked portion, but like, definitely seems like Utica is, has like, turns on something when the cameras are on versus off. So that is, that's not good. Well, it's not a good look. Not a good look. T- to me, it sounds like Utica is just trying to figure out like her full, her full persona. So she's like, well, let me try out this, like, thing when the cameras aren't going so that like if people are reacting well to it then i can bring this to the to the show like that's kind of what i think she's like basically like you know trying out material on the on the crowd as a practice (laughs) or something yeah or i was wondering too like could it be just utica trying to be nice like saying like to olivia i think you did good where it's like you can't like right. lie to Olivia. Yeah. Like you just need to be honest and say like, uh, "Girl, like I'm sorry that 
it doesn't seem like you did well. Yeah, because all that other shit aside, like you can't say one thing and then say another because that kind like completely voids out any of your like intentions. Yeah, I don't know. This will be a um a more complex discussion, I think, in Untucked. So we'll move on for now. And Denali re- reveals that her parents are not supportive of her drag. It's just so wild because they're so talented. Yeah, I didn't like to hear like where she was saying she, that her parents were very supportive of like her figure skating career, but then like sports. the moment like it was turned into like drag for her, like they were just like, oh, I don't really want to see it. I don't want to like, see that, that gay shit. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. It was really sad to hear. I mean, I wonder if we'll get any sort of updates on if Denali's family has come around. But I hope they do. I mean, it seems to me like they just don't know how big of an opportunity that this is for Denali. Right. And hopefully we don't hear any, like, stories of them, you know, coming to Denali with their hands out after she starts collecting these post-drag race coins, honey. Because you know how family can be. Oh, yeah. Definitely. (laughs) All right, let's go ahead and take a quick little break here. We'll come back and talk to you about the runway, Untucked, and finish out the show. We'll be right back. Support for Thanks for Coming, a RuPaul's Drag Race podcast, is brought to you by Manscaped, who is the best in men's below-the-waist grooming and hygiene. Manscaped is taking over the world and is now available in all of Europe, Canada, Australia, and New Zealand. Manscaped is trusted by over 2 million men worldwide. Join the movement for all of your below-the-waist grooming needs. Yes, Manscaped. Offer code TFCPOD, of course. Um, (laughs) A promo code that will actually work if you go to the website and use it. It's a first. (laughs) Yeah, this time we're being serious. (laughs) Well, I definitely appreciate Manscaped reaching out because I have, you know, tried various trimmers over the years, and I can get it down to how i like my bits and things to be for my personal taste but i was always so scared to get too close and the trimmer comes with a guard that's really easy to use and that helped me tremendously very very nice product the lawnmower 3.0 yes and it really is so cool because it comes with like this really cool stand that you can you know put on next to your vanity and it doesn't take up much space at all it keeps the trimmer charged it uses usb so if you know you need to travel or something like you can use it with pretty much anything and another bonus it has waterproof technology so if you're like me i love to shave in the shower so this is perfect so now i can start trimming uh my other areas with this Ooh, it's <laughs> even got a little flashlight on it for those of you who like to take showers in the dark or with candlelight so you can see exactly what you need to do down there yes girl this battery will last up to 90 minutes the lawnmower 3 has been upgraded to a 7000 rpm motor and i am one of those people that do like to use it in the dark i do my best work and and most creative when i'm in the shower so i am of course super excited to use it in there i actually last time i used it i actually carved rupaul's (laughs) name into my pubes it's so accurate (laughs) yes you're welcome real congratulations on that one that's skills well, in addition to the lawnmower listeners, there are all kinds of products on manscaped.com. We also receive some ball toner, which is fabulous if you need a little pick-me-up throughout the day. Those of you who love to walk around naked, this is perfect. You know, sp- spray a few pumps, let it air dry before you put back on those underwear, and you're good to go. The ball deodorant is fabulous as well. So if you're listening to me speak right now, I want you to experience it firsthand for yourself. Get 20% off and free shipping with the code TFCPOD at manscaped.com. This product is, of course, for all men. So even if you have a vagina, then you are still able to use this. This is Manscaped for yes, all men. Yes, for all men. <laughs> Yes, get 20% off and free shipping with the code TFCPOD at manscaped.com. That's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com. And use offer code TFCPOD. Your balls and vaginas will thank you. All right. Welcome back, everyone, to our Honest Tea Spill of the Week. We are, of course, back, back, back again and ready to get into the runway. Runway. Who's ready to talk about 
the runway category is fascinating fascinators so fun let's see how high who has the highest fascinator yes let's do it the higher the fascinator the closer to god (laughs) shout out to texas yes girl well i guess who do you think uh i guess whose runway do you think was the most fascinating I did enjoy Olivia's mad scientist look, but I mean, come on. Denali was pretty awesome on the um, roller s- blades. They look like roller ice blades, skates, yeah. but they, they are roller did. blades. Yeah, I'm going to just go ahead and say it that I like Denali's the best because, first of all, her fascinator was a fucking thing of coffee pouring into <laughs> a coffee cup. Yeah. Which I don't know why the judges did not appreciate those. She was on skates. She was like definitely serving us like Sonic style. <laughs> like she had like in a plate. She had like uh like burgers and all like the condiments. <laughs> condiments. Um, <laughs> so to me, I loved hers. I thought it was perfect. It was not costumey. It was super camp. Um. So yeah, it was like one of my favorites of the night. Gottmik was pretty punk rock too. Yeah, Gottmik was one of my favorites, too. That look was epic with, like, the little drop of blood hanging off the safety pin. I Uh, mean... The attention to detail is just there. The garment was great. Yes, and the thing with Gottmik, too, that I noticed, like... So she talked about how she had her signature white uh, paint on her face. And it's like, that's how you do a signature look without being, like, obnoxious about it. So that's a note for (laughs) Tina Burner because it's like, you know what I mean? Like, Gottmik has had some epic looks this season, but she doesn't always make that her thing, right? Like, she just brings it out when she needs to. Read the house, sweetie. Read the house. She's doing a good job of balancing her signature, like, thing. Whereas, like, Joey J was like, I'm just not wearing wigs anymore. Right. <laughs> and Tina Burner is like, oh, look, more yellow, red, and orange. It's like, no, you p- make it you make it work so when it pops up, everyone's like, oh, it's their signature. You know, they're excited to see it. It's not like, oh, here's another this and that again. Yeah, it's like when Shea Coulee wears, like, the neon cotton candy wigs. You're just like, yes, bitch. Mm-hmm. Like, this is what I want to see from Shea Coulee, but she doesn't make it her fucking life. Right. That's, uh, <laughs> yeah, that's a great example. Definitely. Um, another person that I thought was really good was Simone. Um, at first, mm. when she was coming down the runway, I was like, what the heck? This is, like, basic and weird. Is she being, like, a priest? Is, like, that the thing? But then she turns around, and in on the back of her fascinator, it says, say their names. And there's two bullet um, uh, holes, bullet hole wounds in her back and she puts her hands up to you know show that you know we're really out here still talking about black lives matter it's not i think she said even in the show i think she said um it's not a moment it's a movement yeah and i liked how simone went on to name a mix of you know all black victims including our trans brothers and sisters whose lives have been taken and such a powerful message on this platform i like to see looks like this i thought the same thing i was like oh this is definitely like a safe look i guess she looks good i like the shape of the dress you know but then she turned (laughs) around and it was like oh my gosh and i believe they released some a visual to go along with it on their instagram i'm gonna have to go check that out yeah and i honestly think that's what made it so powerful is that in the when she came out, it was just very simple and it was kind of like, oh, well, this looks nice. Like, <laughs> it's just like a plain white thing. But then, like, I think that's what made it so great was that she had it very simple and then turned around and it's like, here's my message. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I thought it was, like, awesome. It Like, such a good political statement. I feel like we've had two season two seasons in a row with, like, good political statements. The one last year that I really liked was... um gosh i can't remember her name but the one uh the new york queen with the um the muslim queen what's her name oh um jackie cox jackie cox oh like yes, last yes, yes. season with her um trade yeah so i just thought that was like <laughs> perfect i don't know two seasons in a row with like really good messages yeah that was an iconic look from jackie cox 
Definitely. And and with Simone, like I kind of agree. Like, you know, I was like I, I found that the dress kind of drew me in as she was walking down. And I was like, what? It's just so like simple and basic. And I'm like kind of like looking at all the details, trying to figure out like what the gag is. And then she turns around and, and you're, you're so focused on trying to figure out what what's going on. Then you just have no other choice but to see like the message. So I really like that a lot. Um, what about Rosé? It's just I don't know. Like they kind of praised her for it. But I, when she walked out, I was like, damn, another outfit like this. I know. Like I wanted to like it. But unfortunately, Rosé has done a number of poofy outfits. So I get what they're saying about like the shape of it. And she did it appropriately, I guess like it, it, um, it was cut in a way the asymmetrical, the line with the exposed shoulder, it made it look more feminine and soft and made it look like a softer, not so structured piece, but it still was like so stuffy and chunky to me like i didn't like it i like the fascinator i didn't yeah i didn't care for the dress it yeah. kind of gave off like the vanji vibes from the drag on the dime <laughs> challenge yes yes and i feel like that's been the problem all season with rose i feel like a lot of her looks are like that they're super boxy and stuff like i don't know like it just doesn't show any shape which i know that's a whole thing now like we're not supposed to say like oh it doesn't have to have shape but like um, I don't know. I just, it, it wasn't a good look to me. Yeah. I feel you girl. Um, let's talk about Utica. She has a picnic basket on her head. <laughs> I really enjoyed this. I thought it was cute. Utica is so like, um, campy, but fashion. So this was fun to see on the runway. I loved how the ants were buttons. So smart. Yeah, definitely. Uh, another example of Utica just like, taking something and making it super quirky and like kind of keeping it like you know a theme or whatever to her look so i i enjoyed it yes girl i liked it a lot i like the little butterflies coming out of the picnic basket i thought that was really cute yeah yeah i I couldn't tell if they were butterflies or bees or a mix but that was adorable yes girl um were there any other looks that you wanted to talk about that we haven't talked about yet (laughs) Um, well, I did want to say like Tina Burner, I will give her props for not wearing, uh, red and orange or whatever, (laughs) or red and yellow. Technically she did have red roses on. Yeah. But it wasn't with, I guess, yellow. So (laughs) yeah, we'll give her a pass on this one. But what pissed me off about this was again, the judges saying that Denali was wearing a costume and then we hear nothing about Denali or we hear nothing about Tina wearing basically a costume. Like uh-huh. this is definitely like was a costume. Definitely and costume also, vibes. Definitely costume vibes. Another costume vibe was Elliot for sure. Like, I don't know what that was. Oh God. I didn't even want to talk about this even, one. And even like Michelle being like, Oh, I get it now. And then I'm looking at it. I'm like, I still don't get it. I still don't get it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I was so annoyed. Like the makeup looked weird. Sony could not get off the makeup. The makeup was so so bad. But (laughs) the outfit itself, like, did we need those nude swingy gaucho arm and leg pieces? Like, could we not have just gone with the nude stocking on the arm and leg to get the point across and then place more emphasis on the fascinator? Like, what are we doing here? Way too much. I'm having like PTSD from Sister Sisters runway look. Yeah, there was just so much going on here, and I did not <laughs> like those gaucho attachments on that outfit. No, no, I, I, yeah, oh, God, it was just so horrible. Like, I don't understand the long, I don't understand the wig, why that was there. Flamingos have uh, like the long nose or the beak, you know, thing that was, yeah, not there. Um, yeah, I don't know. It was just really weird. It was like really funny to me because like Michelle was like, oh, it's like Flamingo. You're on one leg. I'm like, someone told her to say that. Like, <laughs> And then Rue was like, oh, yeah, I guess I didn't really s- understand that until Michelle said something. And then I was like, they were and I fed. still don't under and I still don't see it. <laughs> no, <laughs> I wasn't buying it. I was not. No, buying it. that was horrible. I hated that look so much. So then, you know, we have the, the judgment. And RuPaul broke out a little bit of her French, did you notice, to bring back the girls? Oh, is that what that was? 
Oh, yeah, out. it was well. It was poor French. She said "les filles rentrées," and that's like more of like a um like a straight translation, like a more like uh a better way to say it would have been like "rentrer les filles." That's uh, it. Just like flows a little bit better. Gotcha. Um, okay. So uh, RuPaul, you can just stop trying to speak other languages. I guess it's not <laughs> working for me. She's like, "How do you say bring back my girls in French?" Because when it's more of a command, like, bring back my girls, it should be rentrer les filles. Like, when, mm. when you're, like, um, they'll also say, like, vas-y. Like, it's like, go over there. Instead <laughs> of, like, instead of, like, writing it out as the full, like, normal sentence. Look over there. <laughs> right. Vas-y. That's uh, the, the French translation for, uh, <laughs> for Jada Essence Hall. Yes. Education. Yes. Yes, queen. Um, so in the end of this challenge, Got Mick did win. Like, that's hot. Well deserved. Holy shit, it was so funny. And looked just like Paris Hilton, by the way. And that runway was sickening. I mean, she beats Paris's face, so she knew right what to put on her own. Oh, yeah. Definitely a good choice by Got Mick. Like, that's how you do a snatch game. You do something that you can easily do like i feel like got make her voice kind of is that way anyway sometimes mm-hmm. so it's like it's more of an exaggerated voice of hers so like i'm yeah. glad like she definitely did it right yeah so that was like so good uh we really <laughs> liked got mac and <laughs> That was like literally when I lived in LA. That was like literally me. I feel so. I've, I think I've, I've broken out of that, but uh, we'll see. But <laughs> I do think it does suck because I want Denali. Like, I'm so pissed about Denali. Like, we just need Denali to fucking win something. These bitches are so rude. Like, I'm so see, tired of it. There's I a do few have times to, now she should have been in the top. I do have to admit that Gottmik's runway look was better than Denali's. So I feel like yeah, I can't yeah. be too mad, but. Um, Denali was definitely like a top contender. Yeah, I guess I just feel like she deserves more praise for the performance, but no, yeah, agreed. outfit was better. I'm hoping yeah. for like a Crystal Method type arc. You know how like Crystal didn't win anything for the longest time, kept getting like second. So like maybe like the same will happen for Denali. Maybe she's about to go on a streak. <laughs> Who knows? We'll see. Um, so Elliot and Utica are the bottom two. And they really found the only song called Fascinated <laughs> to match the runway category. <laughs> right. And ooh, Olivia got by by a hair. Yeah, by, by hair the hair on her chinny chin chin. Yeah. I liked um this look. <laughs> <laughs> I like this not look hot. of <laughs> That's not hot. I can't do Paris. I'm yeah, T T Y N. I'm not gonna try. I can't do it. You no. do a good Paris, I feel like. <laughs> do I? Maybe I'll do that as snatch on my snatch game when I go on the show. Like, that's I don't know who I would do on snatch game. I'm telling you, somebody needs to do fucking flow from Progressive. Yes, <laughs> I would love that. <laughs> I don't know about this, but you can save twenty percent on your car insurance through Progressive. <laughs> <laughs> that would be so funny. Um. Yeah, this was a a pretty interesting lip sync. I mean, Utica or not Utica, Elliot was doing the running man on the runway, and I feel like at that point you've really just given up on life. So <laughs> I, I thought that it was good for her to sashay away. Elliot was just throwing out all the tricks, weren't they? This has been the most like satisfying episode for me in quite some time for Drag Race. Like, yeah. Well, number one, I- someone got eliminated. Yeah, I mean, that's always helpful. And then just, I don't know, the, <laughs> the way that Elliot, like, has reacted to some of this, like, racial stuff lately has really put a sour taste in my mouth with her. So I was kind of just ready for her to go, to be honest. Yeah, same. Her time was up. Yeah, girl. So in Untucked, we rehash the Olivia and Utica drama. You know, Tina is ready to stir up the drama. And all the queens are kind of like ganging up on Utica and they're like, well, yeah, like what the hell Utica and you, you did all these reads that we didn't ask you to do and all this stuff. And Utica's like, I feel uncomfortable. 
Yeah, it doesn't feel good to be called out. I feel bad for her because I don't think it's I don't I don't get the vibe that she is truly like a shady person. I think part of her problem is she's probably trying to be overly nice to the point where it's like I'm not being truthful, I'm just being nice all the time. And I think they're taking it the wrong way. So I don't know. I just feel bad for her. Um because it was like she had nothing to say, basically. <laughs> well, and yeah. Utica is clearly like she's trying. She's clearly being conscious of her image that she's putting out on the show, like with the squirrel wig instead of using an afro. So it's clear that she's trying to like you know not upset any of the fans and any of that sort of thing. So that's why she's like kind of. I guess you could kind of call it two faced or something, but. I, I don't think it, like Sony said, I don't think it comes from a malicious place. And I hope no one out there sending you to could hate because you know what? We, we had to talk about that yesterday. Yeah. I mean, it's one of those things where sure it might not have been ill intended, but this is how it's perceived by the castmates. So as long as they can explain that, and I think they did, yeah. they just have to kind of figure it out quicker now. So the girls also don't feel like they're part of some experiment. Well, and it's nice that she apologized. Like she could be the bigger person to like, be like, yeah, that was, you know, like I understand that I hurt y'all's feelings. So yeah. I'm going to apologize to you. And mm-hmm. she's like, I want to be, you know, friendly with everybody. So like, I'm really sorry. And it sounds like from here on out, like they'll probably have a better relationship with Utica, even though I have a feeling she might go home next week. <laughs> oh no. But yeah, I think that they'll be able to get along more genuinely now with Utica. Yes, girl. And then um, I just wanted to bring up Elliot's like final line when, when she's in the car. She's like, whenever you see flamingos, think of me. Well, I don't ever really see flamingos, so I'm not going <laughs> to be thinking of you, honey. And I want to think about cuter flamingos. Yeah. It's, yeah. I, I didn't care. I don't see <laughs> it in the cards for, for that, honey. Like the flamingos I've seen in the zoo. Those are gorgeous flamingos. Yeah. Not <laughs> what you're doing. <laughs> not that hot pink tribal bullshit you tried to serve us and call it a flamingo. Bitch. Girl. <laughs> and I love a tribal moment, but that was not the way to do that. That was not it, sis. Just confused. All right. Well, let me go ahead and toss it over to Stony, who is going to update us on... The Fantasy League, I think I may have made a comeback, so let's see what happened. Yes, so um, unfortunately for me, I guess Elliot went home, who was on my team, so good riddance and goodbye. (laughs) (laughs) Thank God. Um, But yeah, this was a very good week for Seth. So, um, however, I'm still in last place with 170 points. And then Seth has jumped up to second place with 210 points. I did it, Mom. I'm a real woman now. (laughs) And Jamal is still in the lead, 50 points ahead Mm -hmm. with 260 points. Ooh, hanging on. Y'all, I think this is my time to shine. I think Got Mick is really going to start pulling through for me. Oh, shit. I'm a little worried about that. But yeah, I could totally see Gottmik slain here soon. See, but. and the thing that pisses me off is Denali is on my team and has literally been like doing <laughs> oh, so no. well, but mm-hmm. getting no points for anything. So that's very annoying to me. Wh- who's left on your team now, Stony? I have Denali and Candy Muse. Yikes. And okay, so let's just go ahead and say who's on who. So I have Denali and Candy Muse. Seth has Gottmik, Rosé, and Utica. I feel like that's a good one. Yeah, I think... I mean, Utica's probably going home next week, but I'll still have have Rosé and Gottmik. (laughs) I mean, Gottmik, I feel like, is definitely somebody going to the end. Yeah. Um, And then Jamal has Olivia Lux, Tina Burner, and Simone. Which I kind of feel like Jamal with Simone and Olivia Lux. That's a very like good, a good duo combo. Yeah. We're about to be like fighting for the crown. Yeah. It could be a close one. I don't know. Like 
you know, who knows? I feel like, I don't know, like I almost question not seeing Olivia in the finale now, but I could see her more in the uh, Miss Congeniality role now. But I could definitely see, um, who was the other one? Simone, you had, I could see her in the finale. I could see Got Mick. I could see, I could see Rosé in the four, top four. Um, I don't know who else I'd put there. With Denali, (laughs) it's like hard because I feel like Denali has what it takes to get to the top, but it's like, is it really going to happen for her? Will they let her get there? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. So... Stay tuned, everyone, to find out if our predictions are true. I was right <laughs> on the UK season about the lip sync, so I don't know. Hopefully not my, my good juju hasn't worn off, so I, I'll get <laughs> some of these predictions right still. Fingers crossed, queen. Yes, girl. Well, thank you all for coming to another fun week at Thanks for Coming, the most magically gay podcast. Don't forget to use manscaped.com for all of your manscaping needs. You can use our offer code TFCPOD, and we will uh, be able to help you save 20% on your order, and you can get free shipping. These are really great um, uh, St. Patrick's Day presents, so why don't you guys all get on that? Yeah, don't miss out. This is a great chance to try out this new product that we absolutely are enjoying, so come join the fun. Yeah, I carved a whole new image into my pubes this week, so it was Ooh. really exciting. Don't ask me how they grew back so fast, but <laughs> I, I'm having a lot of fun with these lawnmower 3.0 trimmers. <laughs> All right, make sure you like, subscribe, leave us reviews, and we will be right back next week. <laughs> but until then, bye. 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 Whatever, bye. That's are the, hot. Are the cameras done rolling? <laughs> are the cameras done rolling? Okay, good. That's hot. <laughs> Thank God. <laughs> okay, bye.